Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast, and I had a very special guest on the show today. I have Chris Aborki of Light the Way Business Services. Chris, it's awesome to have you on the show. Yeah, thank you for having me. No problem. Super excited to have you on and learn a lot more about all the awesome things that you're doing. And before we jumped in, I want to read a little bit more about Chris so you can hear about some of those things. And who says accounting isn't sexy? Well, he's sure nobody ever has thought about that. But for business owners, it's a necessary evil. Chris, a 24-year Navy veteran, chose to help small business owners navigate the accounting world by providing outsourced bookkeeping, payroll, and tax services. As a small business owner himself in the Virginia Beach area, he understands the struggles business owners face managing their business. Chris, are you ready to speak to the IMCEO community? I'm ready to do this. Let's go. Let's do it. So to kick everything off, uh, I wanted to hear a little bit more on how you got started. Could you take us through what I call your CEO story? What led you get started with your business? Yeah, it started back in uh, 2018. I was about uh, two years away from my retirement date. Um, like I said, I was in, I've been in the Navy for the past 24 years. I just retired this year in May. Uh, so before that, I, you know, I was I was thinking about what did I want to do after you know spending pretty much my whole entire life almost in the in the military, and I I realized I didn't want to work for somebody else. Um, so I, I I decided that you know I want to build my own business. So I did have an, a, a background in doing tax returns uh, since 2010. So I just kind of built upon that. My mom, she was a, a business owner. So, you know, and she still is. So I, I started looking at um, doing her tax return. And I was like, you know what, if you, if you actually kept track of everything throughout the year, it would be easier to do your taxes at the end of the year. Uh, so that's, that's what I started doing. I started building a, a bookkeeping business that uh, translated into being able to do the tax returns at the end of the year. Uh, so, I, you know, I had two years to build it up. So that's what I started doing. I just built it up really slow. And then as soon as I retired, I was able to just walk right into a, a full-time business that was already supp- supplementing my income of what I was doing in the military. So that's nice. kind of how I got my start. Nice. I absolutely love that. And I love it because so many times people think about businesses and they think that you just kind of snap your fingers and wake up and then you're, you're, you know, you're a successful business, but there's a whole process that goes along with that. And I love that you were able to kind of coincide that with you leaving the, the military and, and all the great service that you provided there. Yeah, it's, just, it's just that making that transition, you know, going through that retirement class at the end when you know, people start saying, what am I going to do? I don't even have any a college degree. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm just going to get out the military. And I, I didn't want to be in that position. So when I was going through my retirement classes, they call it, you know, how to transition, how to do a job interview. I mean, it's like, you know, I already had all this, all this done. I already knew what I was going to do. I already had a business going. So um, I was fortunate to, to plan for that. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like um, you definitely, definitely could probably speak to this, you know, especially being in the military, you have the consistency, you have the ability to do those foundational skills that to me make it more likely for you to be successful in business as well. Yes. Uh, and having that leadership background and being able to direct things and, you know, being in the military, you, there's a lot of precision that needs to be done. So uh, that's the way I just looked at it, being precise of what I needed to do and, and get it done. Yeah, absolutely. Because that's what it comes down to getting things done at the end of the day. So um, I wanted to ask you now for how you serve the clients that you work with. I know you touched on a little bit. I did as well. Could you take us through what exactly that process looks like and what are the services you provide for your clients? Yeah, we focus on small 
uh, independent businesses, like so usually like just one owner and they're pretty much doing everything themselves, or maybe they have uh, less than five employees, a pretty, pretty small company will say maybe under 10 million a year, under 5 million. A lot of our clients are, are 100,000 heirs, I'd like to say, or 1,000 heirs. Mm -hmm. um, but mainly we, we want to focus on doing their bookkeeping. And every, everybody that we work with is on a monthly uh, recurring basis. So they, they sign up, they're on the monthly plan. And uh, so we're able to touch, uh, make contact with them, I'd say, on a monthly basis. So we can let them know where their money's at, where it's going, how much they're making, and what their tax, projected tax liability is going to be. So since we do their bookkeeping, we also can offer to do their tax return. Uh, so being able to do that and have those touch points all year just makes it a lot more efficient. And if they need payroll services, then we can also do that. So we're kind of like that one-stop shop where everything can be done right then and there. They don't have to go here or there. Everything's just done right then and there. Nice. I absolutely love that. And, you know, being small but mighty, it sounds like. And, and I almost feel like I always talk about um, the ability to be able to be in your zone of genius, being the thing that you do best is so important. And a lot of times that happens because you have somebody that's able to help you out with your bookkeeping. You have your somebody that's able to help you out with so many things. So you can focus on basically providing your product and service and being there and being present for your clients. Exactly. Yes. You know, once you start making that money, you want to be able to focus on continuing to make that money and not yeah. having to do all these other things. You know, once you can pass something off, it's always better to pass it off because, you know, that's going to be a, a task that you don't have to do anymore. Yeah. So huge to be able to find those subject matter experts and be able to partner to some degree so that you can uh, you can continue to kind of bring in that money, so to speak. Yes, exactly. Focus on that. Awesome. 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 So I wanted to ask you now for what I call your secret sauce, and this could be for yourself or your business or a combination of both, but what do you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique? Uh, just the fact that the way we bundle our services, uh, being able to be that one-stop shop where they don't have to go everywhere else and working within their budget. So, you know, it, it's not one price fits all. It's whether or not um, it, it actually makes sense for them to, to move on with their with services but being able to first focus on their bookkeeping and offer payroll services and tax services all at a, at a monthly fixed rate where they're not having to guess what their bill is gonna be because we don't charge by the hour. Everything's just a monthly fixed rate. So I think that's what unique is what's about us because when I first started my business, I was just offering bookkeeping services. And I noticed that when I started, I mean, people were asking, do you do taxes as well? And I was like, yeah, I actually do taxes, but you know, it's not something I was focusing on. But when I put those two together and package it together, uh, our, our business just took off. So, nice. and, that, and that, and I'm just a really cool guy. Yeah, that, that always helps out as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. It, and, um, it, and that's so huge because in addition, of course, being a cool guy, yeah. the fact that you, you, you're able to kind of, cause I almost feel like even though you might've just done the bookkeeping, you probably had insight on so many different levels and it made sense just to provide those kind of I guess, ancillary services because people are already, you know, getting their bookkeeping in order to do their taxes or they're at a point and they know because of their bookkeeping that they can bring on that next employee. So just having all that information kind of sounds like a natural segue. Yes. And then it, it just made sense. I mean, you're already giving everybody all your financial information. Then you have to give it to another person and another person mm -hmm. is just, it's just keep it all in one spot. I mean, already talking about finances and in your, in your personal and business life, because you kind of see both, um, you know, it's, it's a big step for somebody to hand that over to somebody. So yeah. Being able, for somebody to be able to hand that over to us, it's, you know, we don't take that too lightly. We, we want to guard that. And, you know, we like that building that trust. 
Yeah. And that's a big point that, you know, I'm glad that you spoke to because again, you know, it sounds great to be able to have, you know, 30,000 people or whatever, to be able to touch your, your finances and all those things. But we, we sometimes forget about that, that trust that needs to be built up when you're doing something like that. And to be able to have that one-stop shop as you all provide allows you to build that trust, have that trust with you and your team. And then you're able to kind of have most of the things, if not all of the things taken care of. Exactly. And that's why we say, you know, we don't, price you on transactions, you know, because we don't, we don't want to know how many transactions you are. We want to build a relationship business, not a transactional yeah. business. So that's, that's what, we, you know, being able to be a business owner, of course, you get to choose and pick who you want to work with. So mm-hmm. that comes, it comes into big play about, you know, if somebody sends me an email or calls me, I'm like, oh man, so-and-so is calling. I mean, I don't, I don't have to deal with that because most of the people that we talk with, it's more about us interviewing them than they are interviewing us for their services. Mm-hmm. Do we want to work with you? I mean, do you want to work with your business? Is it what your business is doing? you know, can we help you grow your business? That's, I guess that's what it comes down to. And do we like you? Yeah. yeah. Are, are, you, are you a cool person too? Like, uh, like Chris, and that, that's so important because when you start to do, you know, really great work and you do and provide really phenomenal services, you start to attract the right people and, and business, you know, we might've in our lives had those bosses or people we didn't want to talk to. We <laughs> never want to have that when you're putting your heart, your blood, sweat and tears into the work that you're doing. Yeah, because you know you're gonna you're gonna put in those extra hours. You're gonna be work, working with with these people, so you you want to make sure you enjoy work with them, yeah. enjoy talk with them, have have similar likes, uh, or maybe things that you know they do that you don't even know about, and you're like, oh, that sounds cool. And then you know you, you just network, and it's, it's just, uh, I mean, it's just, it's just so incredible. <laughs> I yeah. guess when, when you think about it, working with cool people or people that you like to work with, and and, and just how much more it just opens up your horizon. You know, because for us, you know, we're kind of isolated, especially nowadays. But to kind of yeah venture to other people's worlds and, and see what they do and, and hear about what they like to do and people they talk with. I mean, it's just, I think it's exciting. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think that's one of the, the best things and the awesome things about being able to kind of partner and work with people and serve people is that you really get to learn, you know, from to see the world, to see the business, see all the things they do from their vantage point, their expertise, things they learn about. And I think it only kind of helps us sharpen our saws and iron sharpens saw, iron yes. sharpens iron, so to speak. So you get that opportunity. Yes, exactly. Awesome. 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 So I wanted to switch gears a little bit and I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> time management. Uh, I mean, that's a big thing. And for me, it was, you know, I'm always like, you know, I always grew up, you know, kind of like the way that my, my business name, like the way, um, this is kind of the way I was brought up. Uh, it was just, you know, religious background. I want to say religious, but you know, I believe in God and, just be able to have that servant's heart. So, but you kind of, that it kind of overtakes you and you want to keep on working and get things done, but you have to manage your time and block off days, like um, off your calendar where you say, Hey, I'm not, I'm not available today because I need to focus on building the business or doing things within the business. And I think that's my little hack is just, you know, making sure you have time management and blocking off days where you can just work on your business and do what you need to do. Yeah, and not, that's and not work on the weekend. <laughs> yeah, that too. That's not your vision, and definitely don't do that. But that's that's so huge. I often say like it's not the number of hours in the day; it's how you use them and how you leverage yes. them. And so many times, again, you know, as businesses, businesses and organizations and leaders, there's so many things that are kind of popping up and happening that you have to really be very cognizant of how you're using your time because you can easily. I guess, lose that time or lose track of that time and what you're doing. And then, you know, that's when the business starts to fall off the rails and all those things happen. But if you're very aware of how you're spending your time, you're being very strategic about it, it starts to really create an opportunity to, to build tremendous momentum. Yes. 
It's called a task audit. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> so um, I want to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget. So this could be a word of wisdom or piece of advice. It might be something you would tell a client, or if you happen into a time machine, you might tell your younger business self. Okay. Uh, so every time we take on a new client, one of the things that we want to find out and ask is what is their vision for their business? Where do they see themselves for their business? Is this is this something they want to build so they can pass on to their kids? Is this something they just want to do to pay the bills? Or is this, is this something they're, they're trying to reach something? And because you're putting all this hard work and it's like, uh, you know, if you're if you're running a race and you're just running, and, but you have no end in sight and you just you just keep running, you're like Forrest Gump, you know, you just keep running until you're tired. But you have to have a, a specific place that you're trying to get to. Uh, and once we understand that and we're doing the accounting, we're, we're working with them, then we can, you know, plot um, points that they reach, you know, because, you know, they're going somewhere. So and they need to know that they're making progress to get there. So us knowing that and finding that out, um, you know, just uh, as a business owner, you need to have some sort of vision. What are you what are you building towards? If you don't have that, then what are you doing? So I, I think that's the little nugget is just make sure when you have a business and you're doing something, you're working towards something. So that way you can measure your success and how you're getting there. Yeah, that's absolutely huge. And uh, this book that's literally staring at me right now, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, uh, one of the big habits is beginning with the end in mind. And I think so many times when we start businesses, you know, or, or start really anything, sometimes we forget to have that North Star, so to speak, that light, mm -hmm. as you kind of spoke to, that we know how to follow. Because again, there's so many distractions, things that pop up and things that happen, that it's so important that we make sure we understand our goals are, but we also want to make sure the people that we're working with understand that too, so we can figure out the best and most optimal way to get there. Yes. Yeah. And I would say that because, you know, when you're starting a business, you know, I mean, you're putting in a lot of work, you're putting a lot of hours, you're sacrificing a lot of time away from your family. And there, there has to be a reason why you're doing it and it has to be worth it. So if you're not working towards something, then you're not, you're not working it. You're not going anywhere. Yeah. You're just going in circles. Exactly. You're definitely uh, the Forrest Gump of the business, which is what you're not <laughs> yeah, trying to do. Yeah. <laughs> I was just running. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And uh, so now I want to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Chris, what does being a CEO mean to you? Oh man. Being able to, I guess, you know, the, the big one is being able to be a leader, but for me, it, it CEO for me, it stands for, uh, change equals opportunity. So, you know, if you're leading and you and you can see something coming down the horizon and you need to make a change uh, and don't be afraid of it, you know, it sees it as an opportunity. Um, a lot of people get set in their ways and, you know, it's, this is how we've always done it. And this is how it always works. But there's always new things coming along. We're always evolving. So as a CEO, I mean, you just, you have to be able to adapt to it. So that's why I think as CEO is, you know, it stands for change equals opportunity. Awesome. I absolutely love that acronym, especially during times like this, where there's a tremendous amount of change that's happening. I think we can easily look at it as change equals problems or CEP instead of CEO, but those, that opportunity has so much power, power in it when we start to think about that, because even though there are changes and there are challenges at times, and there always will be. We know that there's opportunities amongst those. So we just have to figure out how best to get us to where we want to be. So uh, I love and appreciate that definition. Yeah. Yeah, if it's not hard, if it's like you just said, if it's not a challenge, it's not worth doing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The saying goes, no pressure, no diamonds. So that's where you have that opportunity to really, you know, bring about certain diamonds and opportunities as we talked about. So Chris, truly appreciate that definition. I appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do is pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get a hold of you and find out about all the awesome things you and your team are working on. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's so weird because like 90% of our clients don't even realize we have a website. 
<laughs> uh, so, you know, if you want to reach me, that's probably the easiest way, you know, it's, uh, you know, www.ltwbooks.com. Um, so that's an easy way to contact us, kind of get a little bit more information about what we do. Um, and then, you know, get some traffic to our website, even though we mostly work off of referrals, uh, we're, we're a small community. We, we get busy pretty fast. So that's just the easiest way to get a hold of us. Nice. Well, we'll definitely have the links and information in the show notes as well to consider this a, a podcast referral if you hear it through uh, from Chris. So hear about hear Chris's episode and want to reach out to him. So it'll still be a referral either way. Uh, so Chris, truly appreciate that. Appreciate your time again, my friend, and I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Be sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. Grab CEO gear at www.ceogear.co. This has been the I am CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless. Thank you for listening.